I can tell you just GMs I talk to regularly who we just shoot the bull about all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. They 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 believe it like they're like you could do a whole hell of a lot worse than this kid. Like really? this kid going into his second full year as a starter. If I was in the job market, would I look at that as a net positive or a negative or a neutral? They would say net positive. Hmm. Um, and look, quarterbacks are going to go one, two. You know, Caleb Williams, Drake May, that's going to happen. It'll probably be in that order, but I would say it's not guaranteed. Hmm. I think it's going to be one of the things that makes that job attractive. And guys who have no dog in this fight, yeah. who I just trust, um, have multiple of them have said to me unsolicited, like, hey, they found like. Marty found another one. You know what I mean? Like Marty's in all these college press boxes everywhere we go. One of my scouts is sitting next to Marty, and you know what? He he found himself a hell of a quarterback there. Whether he gets to stick around for the development or not, like I I I, I think the kid's gonna win a lot of games in this league. That's all. This the NFL insider Jason Locke and Fora giving us the skinny on what he's hearing uh, from current executives around the National Football League in terms of. Sam Howell and what the the vibe is about him moving forward. Now, before we went to break, I teased the Commanders have are probably going to have a top five pick. If the season ended today, they would have the number four overall pick. And my question really is, what direction should they be going right now? What direction should Washington be going as we sit here on December 7th 2023. I want to take a look at two mock drafts that, that have come out here in the past 48 hours. I mean, Dane Brugler of The Athletic always just does tremendous work putting out his mock draft every year. And Ryan Wilson of CBSSports.com, who is known to stir the pot a little bit in terms of mock draft season. But both of those guys mocked a player to Washington at pick number four, and they were two completely Different directions. I want to look at the one from our man Dane Brugler. This one has Washington as the fifth pick in the draft, and it has Washington going with Olu Fashanu, the local kid, the tackle out of Penn State. Four was Joe Alt from Notre Dame uh, to Chicago. Three was Drake May of North Carolina to the Patriots. Two was Marvin Harrison Jr., the receiver at Ohio State. He had him going to Arizona. And then he had the Chicago Bears selecting Caleb Williams, number one overall. But at number five, Washington goes with Olu Fashanu, the offensive tackle prospect. A lot of folks are dubbing him the best tackle prospect they've ever graded. A lot of Trent Williams comparisons uh, here in the recent weeks as his season has played out. He's a dominant young man. He's a dominant young man, and if I had my choice with a number four overall pick and Olu Fashanu was on the board, I'd be really hard-pressed to pass on this kid. It would be really difficult for me to turn in my card with his name not on it. Think about the way this team is built right now. The offensive line is probably the biggest Achilles heel offensively. You heard what Jason Lock and Fora and others have said about Sam Howell. In this mock draft in particular, Washington goes the direction of building around Sam, insulating the roster around your young quarterback, the way the Eagles have done around Jalen Hurts, the way the 49ers have done around Brock Purdy. 
it's a damn good way to team build if you ask me. But I know there are others out there that feel like you got to do it another way. You got to have a top five quarterback. I got to have a top 10 quarterback to be a perennial contender. That takes us over to Ryan Wilson's mock draft for CBSSports.com. The commanders in this mock draft picking fourth. Now, he's got a mock trade at the top of the draft. He has the New England Patriots pick swapping with the Bears. And the Patriots end up with Caleb Williams at number one overall. Number two overall, Marvin Harrison Jr. goes to Chicago. And in this scenario, I would think he's playing with Justin Fields. Number three, he has the Arizona Cardinals going with Olu Fashanu. Now, that's interesting to me because they just drafted Paris Johnson. I don't know if Paris Johnson is playing left tackle or right tackle. But if they go with Olu, you've got your two bookend tackles for years to come. And you've got your quarterback with Kyler Murray. That leaves Washington at number four overall. And uh, don't hold your breath, folks. He's got Washington taking LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, the Heisman frontrunner right now. He has going to Washington. And here's the explanation that Ryan Wilson gave. He says, I know that Sam Howell is the commander's quarterback and that he's had a solid year too while showing signs of real growth, but there's also a pretty good chance new ownership is looking for a new coach and often new coaches like to have, quote-unquote, their quarterback. No player improved more this fall than Daniels, whose game reminds me a lot of Lamar Jackson. Now, when I hear Lamar Jackson, when I hear Jaden Daniels being compared to Lamar Jackson, I, I instantly start drooling, right? You love the prospect of that. And if you haven't watched much college football this year, Jaden Daniels, by the time April rolls around, by the time April rolls around and the Chicago Bears are on the clock at number one overall, Jaden Daniels may be considered the second best quarterback in this class. Hell, he may even be considered the first best quarterback in this class, depending on how folks view Caleb Williams. So two very different scenarios here if you're the Washington Commanders at number four overall. You can go bookend tackle and build around your young quarterback and Sam Howell. Or you can hit the reset button and get a top five prospect at the quarterback position in Jaden Daniels. See, me, I, I say it all the time. Whoever takes this job, yeah, it's attractive. You got five picks in the top 100. You've got buku cap space. But the initial decision that you're going to have to make when getting here to D.C., the initial decision that you're going to have to make when you get here about the quarterback position, that decision when new management get, gets here is going to really shape the future of their tenure here. Because you, you mess up and you swing and miss on a quarterback at number four overall, it sets your franchise back. Or... If you make the decision of rolling with Sam Howell and he proves to not be the guy, who's to say you're going to be bad enough to be in the top five again to get that franchise-altering quarterback? So it's a crazy scenario that the new regime is going to have to, you know, comb through here in the next couple of months or so. Washington right now, if the season ended today, would have the fourth overall pick. We'll open up the phones on this. Ace Law, Lister Lines, wide open, 
230-0980 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. If the season ended today, the Washington Commanders would have the fourth overall pick in April's draft. Just gave you two mock drafts, one from Dane Brugler of The Athletic and one from Ryan Wilson of CBSSports.com. Dane has the Commanders taking Olu Fashanu fourth overall, and he has them building around Sam Howell. Ryan Wilson has the Commanders going with Heisman frontrunner Jaden Daniels at number four overall. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll take your calls and we'll get your response as to what the commander should do with that pick. And then I'll tell you a wild card scenario at number four overall that the commanders should be looking at. Your calls next here on the Team 980.